There is nothing wrong with your internet. Do not attempt to adjust your settings. We are controlling the podcast. We control the squealing and the screams. We can make your heart flutter, your eyes blur from tears, or sharpen your mind to crystal clarity. For the next hour, sit back. We are in control of what you hear. We repeat, there is nothing wrong with your settings. You are about to experience the awe and mystery known as the female mind. You are now entering the Fangirl Zone. Hello everyone and welcome to Sci-Fi Talk on the Fangirl Zone, a podcast where we discuss shows on the Sci-Fi Channel. I'm Sean Fangirl S. And I'm Steve, and tonight we'll be discussing episode three of season two of Happy. Oh my god. (laughs) This one was great. I loved it because of all the weird little, like, snide remarks that we got. Oh yeah. And we get Anne-Margaret. Yes. Which I was not sure when they announced she was going to be in the season, what the heck was going to happen with her, because we know how jacked up this is. Right. Thankfully, it wasn't as bad i mean it wasn't i'm not so sure about that (laughs) she didn't get killed in the episode so true that's that's a plus we may get to see her again yes i hope so but and yeah we got to see quite a bit of her as it was in this episode strange all right let's talk about ratings before we jump in all right episode three brought in a 0.10 in adults 18 to 49 with 0.303 million viewers making it the 82nd rated cable show for the day. We do have some live plus seven days, which we didn't for last episode because they didn't make the top 25. Well, that changed as they were 11th in viewers percentage gain going from 0.303 to 0.664 million viewers for an increase of 118%. Wow. Better. That's That's a lot. like to see. Oh my gosh. So this, this episode. Okay. We will start with just the synopsis. Episode 3. Some girls need lots of repenting. A simple B&E, they said. Introducing the captivating Bebe DeBarge. A very smoothie Easter egg hunt. Uh, (laughs) It's like, mm, okay. Yeah, that's not bad for a happy synopsis, because that's kind of the three main points of the episode more or less well except for all the trouble with Haley. oh my god so it starts with the church which ends up being Haley's new catholic school and all these girls which i'm assuming it's an all-girls school yeah in line and you see the priest putting ashes on the head and i'm like wait a second how do we bump up the ash wednesday and thank you Haley, for essentially saying that right it's like I thought they only did this on Ash Wednesday, and the girls around her, some girls need a lot of repentance. I'm like, oh, oh. and you used the title. Yes, in the first two minutes. Right. So you see, you know, the ashes going on the head, and the girls around Haley are basically starting to talk a lot of smack, especially yes. the one who's like, oh, you've never been to church? That's why Santa took you. It's like, oh, okay. Yeah. How do I'm already you not liking this kid. about that? Right. And because of this, she ends up having a flashback when he goes to put the ashes on her head because Santa kind of did that when he was going to drill a hole in her head. Yeah. And she ends up grabbing 
the priest and breaking his thumb, apparently in two places. Yeah. Like, my thumb's not that big. Like, how do you break it in two places? <laughs> She's a lot stronger than she looks for her age, that's for sure. Yeah, no joke. And then, hey, we're in a bar with, what was it? It was a tequila shot, a whiskey shot, and I can't remember the third one. And a pineapple juice for the right. lady. Yeah. And it turns out it's Nick meeting Ladique. And he is not happy because he's trying to stay sober. And both Ladique and the woman tending bar are like, eh, you suck. Yeah. But he's like, I need to talk shop. And I love it because Nick's like, I don't do that anymore. Right. When he gives him like the list of things he doesn't do and he's just naming them off on his fingers. I'm like, oh, my gosh. And I love it because Nick's like, yeah, I had to stop at nine because your handicap. Yeah. Dude, you cut off his finger because he yeah. had your ring. But still, you cut off his finger. Yeah. Just a friendly reminder. Yeah. <laughs> I'm trying to stay clean, booze and crime. It's like, and happy is like, okay. This isn't happening. You're in the wrong place. Yeah. With the wrong people. Right. Latique's like, oh, yeah, yeah, you're a father now. How's your kid? And of course, he starts to tell him. And he's like, I don't care. I need your expertise. Yeah. And Happy's like, no, no, no. And, and then you hear, oh, a simple B&E. And Happy's like, oh, bacon and eggs? That's okay. <laughs> yeah. happy. No, Happy, it's breaking and entering. What could possibly go wrong? <laughs> Absolutely everything. Yes. Then we get to go to Amanda, who is having a really good moment. And her boss, the dentist, is like, oh, you met somebody? Although he didn't say that. <laughs> he's like, right, yeah. you need the dish. Because she's smiling at the phone. And he's like, all right, I'll be right back. So can you just rinse the kid out and then we'll talk about it when I get back? And so Amanda's all happy. She puts on gloves. And next thing you know, she's having some crazy PTSD like flashback. Right. Where she's in Sunny Shine's place and you have the weird fur leather orgy thing with weird goop. And yeah, it's like, holy crap. She almost drowns the poor kid. Like it comes back and you see her just holding like, I don't even know. That seemed like it was way bigger than any dental tool i've ever seen right <laughs> like she's hosing them down and and she's not even like coming out of this and all of a sudden the dentist is like what are you doing you're drowning him he's trying to wake up the kid and she's like what yeah and she doesn't get in big trouble but she does get fired yeah yeah they could have <laughs> charged her with endangering the life of a child but, but no he lets her go and then she just goes off Right? She had a really weird moment. Yes. And you had a, a note on this about the soundtrack. Yep. VHS 6 by Comtrues accompanies Amanda's flashback. And uh, do you think that they used that in particular because of what happens later in the episode? Absolutely. The fact that you found that and like, you know, you were able to pinpoint that way more than I would have thought about <laughs> because that means that these writers are really like okay we're gonna shove this in down here and see who notices it because it connects over here right apparently we all need a room much like Mary yes <laughs> yeah they're doing some real interesting stuff with the music during the episode so I gotta 
keep track of that as much as possible. Well, let's go to a very weird moment, shall we? Oh, absolutely. Oh, God. <laughs> and we end up on a high rise where kids are gathered at a pre-Easter party, and they're out gathering all their the eggs they canned, and they head to this giant chocolate bunny in foil on the lawn. Now, you've probably got, what, 20 kids there? So they crack that puppy open. Yeah, they have their little hammers. Yes. It's like, yeah, and you see them eating the chocolate, and I'm just sitting there going, oh, crap, what's going to happen? Right. I thought it was going to have, like, all the colored bunnies, but no, it was so much worse. Yes. Scooter is inside the freaking bunny. Yeah, and at first he's staring back, and the kids are just like, the hell is this? And he screams, and then everybody screams. Yeah, the kid screams, the parents scream, and oh, it's just chaos. Uh, It was just, I was horrified. (laughs) And this is the part of the sunny shine plot to make Easter look so horrifying and rebranding so easy. Yeah. And it makes me horrified. And I'm like, I don't think I want chocolate. And I'm a chocoholic. Right. <sighs> yeah. That scene, knowing what Scooter looked like and then being in that chocolate bunny. Yeah. That's something that could make a person swear off chocolate. That was messed up. <laughs> yeah. But it gets so much worse. It gets so weird. Because Nick heads over to his B&E. And all this time, he's, like, trying to get Happy to stop talking. (laughs) And he's like, I need a silent partner. One that's there when I need him, but will be quiet otherwise. Yeah. And right when you see Nick about to smash a window, the front door opens, and it's Anne-Margaret. It's her character, B.B. DeBarge. And she's like, oh, you must be the new pool boy. I was told you were coming. And he's like, oh. Oh, my God. Yeah, he freaks out. She's the last great movie star. And I love it because Happy's like, I don't know who she is. And he's like, she's in films such as Operation Bimbot, Bride of the Blob, and had a role as the gym coach in Jacuzzi Police. And he, again, Happy's like, uh. So? And, and uh, Sax apparently has been a huge fan from... When he was a young lad. Yes. And as they're walking up the stairs, I mean, Sax was like right behind her, like so super excited. He's like, I I have your poster. I frequently visit it. It's like, oh, oh, stop. Stop. Yeah, that would only Nick Sax would admit that to that in front of his idol. Right. (laughs) And of course. He's talking to her and they're walking and he's not paying any attention. And this is when a reveal happens that, oh, BB is married to none other than Sunny Shines. Oh, talk about a wet blanket. Wet blanket on top of your (laughs) (laughs) excitement. Let's put that flame out now. And the statue that we see of Sunny. Oh, my God. Dax was so pissed. Yes. Like, no, no. No. <laughs> no, it can't be. Can't be. Yeah. And he's like, oh, yeah. Well, I know. It, it, Happy's like, it, it's a burden. It has to be a burden walking around like that. And Nick's like, yeah, yeah, it is. And I love it because when Happy's like, I've seen it. I know. And I'm like, oh. 
Oh, poor kid. <laughs> poor Happy. Yeah. And where do we go from here? We go to the prison. Was not expecting this. Right. Because Blue wakes up from his brutal beating and finds Warden Kilpatrick waiting for him. He's like, yeah, we didn't get to meet before because I was kite surfing. And, well, I'm here now. And, yeah, so you've been taking a lot of um of our amenities. And uh, I guess you've been having some fun, huh? Yeah, murder. Just a little bit. Sodomy, so- murder, sodomy, sodomy, murder. What? Barely. Blue has really been in some stuff because he managed, I'm assuming, when he was possessed, mm. to kill all of those Russian mobsters and all pretty much the same way. Like, yeah. drown them, cut their throats. All their heads were in the toilets. Yeah. That's just awesome. And Elvis like, maybe you can tell me what happened. He's like, I don't know. He's like, oh, yeah, yeah. You know, amnesia is a big thing here. A lot of people catch that. Uh, yeah. But maybe your niece can help you out. And Blue's like, huh? Yeah. What niece? In, right. In walks Mary. And I love it because the warden's like, you got five minutes, detective. And I'm like, oh, so he totally knew. Yeah. But it still was detective, which she isn't, so. Right. <laughs> but, man. Sonny was not happy to see her after she hits him with the flowers a couple times. And she's like, oh, yeah, how's that deal happening? Because, you know, it's non-existent, right? Right. Your lawyer's working for Sonny. Yeah, apparently he's got some stuff on him. But how about you make a deal with me and I'll take him down? And I love it because he's just like, I screw you. He's flipping her off. He's like, when I get out of here, I'm going to cut you to ribbons. You're done. You're done. Over you. And, you know, Mary walks out flipping him off, too. Yeah. Kind of funny how much they're flipping each other off. <laughs> and the nurse is like, oh, calm down. And as he looks at the nurse, though, as she's checking his vitals, he sees himself. Right. Or Orcus. And gets super violent and starts beating the nurse with a metal lunch tray. Yeah. Now, I don't know if he killed her. You see blood on it. Right. Because he kind of stops and he looks over. I'm like, what is he hearing? Because I thought I heard something like, did a riot start or something? It might have been. Something got his attention. I wonder if he's getting out this way. Yeah, could be. Oh, man. So we have back at the school, Haley being essentially taunted by her entire class. Now, I don't know if the whole class knows about it or just a couple girls who started the crap. Right, probably. But because the rest of them are just piling on as well. They're following the lead. Right. And you have the nun who's teaching the class because they were talking about saints. And the one girl asks about Saint Nick and kind of starts humming a song. And she's like, okay, just this once. And she sings the Christmas song. And Haley's just like, I'm going to beat your ass. And after class, she does kind of throw the one girl up against the locker. She's like, you and me after school. Right. I'm like, okay. <laughs> I'm not sure how this is going to end well. Right. And that girl's just like, psycho. I'm like, you started the crap. You seen her break a priest's thumb. Right. Dude was bigger than her right. and you're starting crap. Yeah. Not a good idea, little girl. Right. And you have Amanda at home kind of losing her shit because she's now jobless, kind of going crazy. And she dives into all this easter chocolate which again i still have the big easter bunny in my head right <laughs> and she's like just inhaling it and then just spews yeah. <laughs> thankfully she made it to the sink 
But I don't know. She had this look on her face. Like, after she, like, I don't know what she was going to do. It looked like she was about to go dive back in to the chocolate or something. Right, yeah. I'm not sure what's going on in her head. Well, that's all we see of Amanda, but it really worried me what was going to happen. Yeah, she's losing it very quickly. Right. And we go back to the mansion, and you have Nick, who's, like, checking everything out. And you have BB, who is talking to Happy. And he's like, you can see me? Well, of course I can. Right? She's like, we've met before. When Was it with the Green Fairy? And he's like, I don't know who the Green Fairy is. I'm like, oh, my God. <laughs> like, okay, absinthe. Okay. And they were talking about relationships and heartbreak. And then all of a sudden, she starts singing Put on a Happy Face. And I was cracking up. Yes. <laughs> what is this? And, yeah. So you have... All of this happening, Nick's looking everywhere. Nick ends up finding the tapes accidentally, but not before looking outside and suddenly saying, I should have been a TV detective. I'm like, really? Yeah. (laughs) Okay. And uh, as he sniffs some shoes, I'm sorry. It was like, what are you doing? (laughs) He ends up coming back with his bag full of stuff. Now, you've seen something that looked like a camera or something light up. Right. When Nick started taking the tapes. Yes. That makes me wonder. Yes. He's been caught on security camera. Oh, okay. That was just security. I wasn't sure if that was something else. Right. Yeah. No, it was just the security camera. And of course, that means all Sonny's guards are going to be alerted and come looking for him. Okay. And then you had them find him when he's doing very explicit things, <laughs> trying to take the very large area off yeah. the statue which just what oh my god they are killing me with the innuendos oh i know it didn't get better when the security guard walks in because the one security guard i wonder how many times they had to do this take because the one just was smiling i guess he's just like forget it we're using this one yeah guard, let go of mr shine's penis it's like oh god and here it goes so nick smashes one in the head and knocks the other one back which i'm assuming ends up hitting the rebar because he was like oh yeah and you have all this happening while bb and happy are dancing inside yeah still to bye bye birdie yeah and it's getting kind of crazy and upbeat and i'm like why all of a sudden is nick dancing and the security guard dancing and they're because they're out in like the it's not a hedge yeah yeah. garden area that's got a fountain a circular fountain in it it was cracking me up, though. Yeah, it was yeah, hilarious. And then he's using the taser to re- recreate, like, basically musical dance moments where they're, you know, high kicking and jumping into the fountain. And I'm like, what just happened? <laughs> I seriously did not know what just happened. Right. It was hilarious, though. <laughs> I was, like, sitting there. It's one of those moments where you're like, I should be horrified. But I'm cracking up. Yeah, just too funny. I'm sorry. Yeah, so messed up. So Nick manages to get out of there with the blackmail tapes, and he takes them to Mary. But he doesn't know it was taken to Mary. She's looking for the tapes in the drop area. Right. And he's like, this is what you wanted? And he just throws them like, dude, they're not. They're old. Okay, they're beta backs. Yeah. This stuff could <laughs> fall apart. Maybe be a little more careful. They definitely don't have a great relationship. It's a hate-hate thing. Yes. 
he's pissed that she's dragging him back because you said you were out and we just wait to see what happens. She's like, you know, we both want to take him down. And Nick's like, no, I don't want to take him down. I want him dead. Right. It's not deep down. It's right there, right at the <laughs> surface. And Nick's like, you know, you pulled me in this because you know I needed money and I needed it for Haley. And she's like, it's Betamax. What do I do? And he's like, I don't know. Figure it out. Right. As he knocks some of her crazy string board down, too, because she takes him back to her apartment to say, look it, I have information. He's connected. Yeah. He's like, maybe it's just connected in your mind because you're a little cuckoo for Coke Club. Mm-hmm. But he's like, crap, I got to go pick up Haley. So he goes to pick her up and she's like, I got a thing really quick, dad. And she's, he's like, oh, okay, go ahead. We'll meet back here in a little bit because he notices a Betamax player. What place has a Betamax player anymore? <laughs> Apparently a uh, religious school. Maybe. That's really, really going old school. Yeah, literally. And Mary ends up coming over with the tapes, and they're going to watch it. And Happy happens to meet a couple imaginary friends. And he's like, wait, there's like two. He goes, how come there's so few of you? Because my other school, there was a ton. I love it because we have the little, was it a cat or a unicorn? I think it was a unicorn. It's like, hey, yeah, well, you know, bullying and internet, they grow up fast. And the other one is this over-the-top little British nanny-looking one. Yeah. Yeah, it's like, oh, it's so nice to see you. And as the tape starts, the girls are watching and, yep, poof. And was it the nanny is like, ah, oh, crap. Yeah. It's like, okay. Off they go. And Happy's just like, oh, I guess I'm used to this by now. Yeah. It doesn't phase him anything. <laughs> no. And apparently they're sex tapes. I don't think they're all of BB, but they're a lot of BB. I'm sure there are. And it's like, okay. And did you notice the girls were kind of like looking around Nick and Mary? Oh, yeah. It's like, oh, what? What is going on? Yeah, these are not good little girls. These are bad little girls. Oh, my God. It was messed up. Yeah, very. And, you know, Nick's probably like, oh, man, it's BB. Yeah, I need to take that home. Right. And as this is happening, Haley goes under the bleachers, and her girl's there. She's like, hmm, I thought you weren't coming, at least not without the bitch crew. And they kind of start fighting. And you have to explain to me about this quote that you were talking about. Yeah, well, that was just kind of the the attitude that I thought the one girl had was, yeah, I'm going to beat you until you you follow me. And She was yelling something. Right, and that's... One of Mike Tyson's uh, most infamous quotes is, I'm going to F you until you love me. Yeah, that'll that'll work out. Yeah. And then she gets yanked off the top of Haley. You go, what? The hell is going on? Yeah. Did Haley get superpowers or something? And the girl gets hung up in the bleachers and they start closing in. Yeah, as soon as you've seen the under the bleachers thing, I'm like, this isn't going to be good. No. And yeah, you hear crunch. Yeah. It's like, oh. Yeah, not good. No. And Haley tries to run off and the doors are locked. There's chains on them. I'm like, what is this? This only happens in TV schools. Right. But she turns around. She's 
scared. And here comes Smoothie with her backpack. And he gives it to her. And he's like, oh, you almost got hurt. You're a lucky girl. As he hands it to her and she grabs the rabbit's foot, which had weird long nails, by the way. Right. Sure did. And I was like, oh, creepy. Is she going to figure this out? I doubt it. Because she doesn't know anything about Smoothie because Nick hasn't talked to her. Well, no, she uh, does know about Smoothie. Yeah, Smoothie was the one who was grooming her. Right. So she hasn't told Nick about Smoothie. Right. Yeah, that's why it's going to go south here. And, yeah, so she goes to meet up with Nick and, you know, there's blood on her lip. And he's like, you want to talk about it? She's like, you want to talk about the mitzvah? Yeah. Like, okay, then. Yep. Off we go. And later that night, Nick is trying to enjoy the tapes by only looking at BB but <laughs> and blocking out Sonny. But it's oh god, that's messed up. Very much so. But he finally falls asleep, and later the tape is still playing. Happy notices someone he knows by the name of Dayglow Doug. And there's some Hitler stuff going on as the guy is dressed as a Nazi. Well, kind of. Yeah, what little he has on. And so they actually do have some blackmail tapes after all. This is so weird. Yes. How does it keep getting stranger? And who the hell is Dayglow Doug? Right. Oh, God. I don't know if this is going to get better before it gets worse. And I say that because it's like, this roller coaster is going to drop us a whole lot and then bring us up and then we're going to get swirled around. Yeah. <laughs> it's so weird. So let us know what you guys feel. Send us an email at sci-fi talk at fangirlzone.com. Check out the website, www.fangirlzone.com. And while you're at it, rate and review us on iTunes and every other platform you're finding us on because good ratings and reviews help other fans of the show find us. Tell your friends. I don't know what you're going to tell them, but tell your friends about the show. <laughs> They're well, as demented as we are. They this. will enjoy it. Yeah. And if you've actually read the graphic novel, let me know what you think, because I've not been able to find that around here. I don't know if it's out of print or just so many people are buying it. But yeah, this was something else. So for this episode of Sci-Fi Talk, I am Sean Fangirlass. And I'm Steve. I don't want a mother. I don't want a wife. And I definitely do not want a conscience. I had two of them three things. It wasn't fun. And until next time.